But I think once you quit hearing sir and ma'am, the rest is soon to follow. Oh, it's the tide. It's the dismal tide. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another week of the dismal tide. This is Brendan. Uh, what did I want to say for myself? I was, uh, oh, right. Uh, well, that's Mike. He's he's uh, coming to us from North Brooklyn. Hello, Mike. Hello. Did you tip the cap? That was nice. I did. I'm I'm paying respect. Uh, R two, uh, uh, S. Uh, the, 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 do you remember the Jeter thing? It's hard Jeter, to Jeter. you can't pronounce the two when you say it, but yes, it's um, a classy move. I that you hear is our guest James McDonald. He is uh, at Fearing Four Twenty, a really tremendous Twitter handle at <laughs> Fearing Four Twenty. Um, and just for the record, uh, marijuana legalization, uh, for it or against it, James. I'm heavily for it. Yeah, I'm a big okay. fan. Okay, just had to get that out of the way. Just af- just afraid of it. Yeah. Um, I think it was before my name was like fearing something else, and I just like tacked the 420 onto it. <laughs> why not? Yeah, hey. why not? A little fun, <laughs> little goof. Uh, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say that I, I was, uh, the king of Mount Holly. I'm going to keep calling myself that. Um, but by, by trial of com- by conquest, conquest, combat, I've been watching a lot of Game of Thrones this week. Been, been watching Game of Thrones. A bunch of people in a different group chat I'm in, uh, have been talking shit and, uh, it, it was bad. It was bad at the end. So I thought I'd give it another run and, uh, it turns out it's very good in the beginning. And uh, that's where I've been at all week. So uh, everything to me is is just someone to be outfoxed or, or fought this week. I still Isn't haven't. That what sports are all about, you know, competing, destroying your adversaries through superior wit and physical prowess. Okay, okay, chaos is a ladder, as you know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like either of you know. So no, no I, I have I no know. idea what you're saying, what that means. But now you know. I don't know what else to say. You know, you know, chaos no, I mean, now. elaborate on that. Uh, I just a slime. He's the, the guy who played the mayor in The Wire, uh, Carcetti, plays uh, plays Littlefinger in the show. And when it, you know, that's one of his quotes. He says, chaos is a ladder and some people can climb it and some people can't. Oh, it's like chaos is like part of it's a ladder, but part of it's also a snake. Yeah. Does he run for? Is he also? Is he, he, the he mayor? runs for mayor? Is he, is he mayor in Game of Thrones as well? He's mayor of Westeros. Ma- Mister Westeros, they call him. It's is, like a similar character, isn't it? He's very like slimy and like two faced and stuff. Uh, in the Wire, you are led to believe that he has some sort of like, uh, apart from like the philandering, he has some sort of like moral compass a bit. Hey, he he really strikes me as like a mayor Pete in that show where it's like, there might've been some good in there at some point, maybe, but there's none left. And you're clearly just political animal by the fifth season. Um, but in like the third or fourth season, there is some like altruism to him. Uh, there is no altruism to him in Wester in, uh, in West- Westeros, sure. Whatever. Um, yeah. He's, he's just a conniving weasel and he's much have, better uh, at it in the sh- in- it, it- is Clay? Did they get Clay Davis into into Game of Thrones? <laughs> Actually, very few black people at all made it to Game of Thrones. Well, so maybe we shouldn't bring that up. Did they use the 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 Witcher logic where they're just like, well, it wouldn't be realistic, would it? <laughs> the, the, the fail, yeah. <laughs> but that's that something the... I demand from those kind of shows. Um, all yeah, most of the black people, all of the black people. In Game of Thrones, I think are uh, there under the guise of freed slaves. So uh, take take that as you will. Oh, take it up with George R. R. Martin. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, might. I didn't know that. <laughs> the people of Westeros <laughs> in the show are pretty much all white. The people who played the people from Dorne are like like Hispanic, I guess. Um, like uh, the guy who plays the Mandalorian is like. The, the main Dornish character and he's he's Spanish of some type. I don't know. I don't want to try and like figure out is what is that like the is. same guy that plays like Django and like Boba Fett? Uh no well he's Australian. The guy who plays like Django and Boba Fett. He's Australian <laughs> because the actors <laughs> I think they just filmed a lot of in Australia during the uh like the Phantom Menace shit. So they just had all Australian extras. So if the whole army was uh, 
the only people they could get to play the uh, the clone army were a bunch of Australians. They were kind of hamstrung because uh, the guy who's like DNA they used to make the clone army also then has to be Australian. So Boba Fett was Australian. <laughs> Does Australia exist in the Star Wars universe? Uh, sure. <laughs> Does Earth as we know it exist in the in the Star Wars universe? Are they aware of us? It's certainly never mentioned. Uh, they, well, and it was a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So that makes uh, perfect sense. Uh, which true. is strange when you look at the uh, the diner scene from the the Attack of the Clones, because it is uh, it's like a Johnny Rockets that they have this big meeting in Obi Wan Kenobi and a man who's basically a greaser from the fifties with six arms and is a lizard. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, that guy's great. He's always like hitching up his pants. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the guy who said. What does he say to him? He says something like, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, "Okay, I'm gonna butcher the quote." It's like the intelligence wisdom quote. It's just, the whole thing is just so funny that. It, oh, is that, that is the thing? Which is like, well, this isn't in the library. He's like, well, that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, like a lot of intelligence, but what you need is to use wisdom. <laughs> it's like this this greaser like lizard guy is so smart. Selling cheeseburgers <laughs> a thousand years ago, but also in the future. He's still just quoting success when memes in this 50s diner in, this, in Star Wars. If they don't want to see you in a drop-top convertible <laughs> with red guts, so <laughs> be. <laughs> that's, for some, I, 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 that's the only DJ Khaled uh, one I can ever immediately recall. A quote, apart from the obvious, uh, I'm on the phone with the CEO of iTunes. um thing but but yeah that when uh he was just he's always just describing his own life and telling like you that it's possible but it it clearly isn't (laughs) but i could never be the spokesman for weight watchers Um, yeah it's like he posts like the, the pictures of him like um like next to some weights and it'll be like a ton of weights on the rack and he's like sitting there like sweating and he's like just did this huge workout and it's like he's if he wasn't even like a an extremely successful musician he would be just like a great like instagram scammer guy yeah i would love to his, his wife just has to spray him with a hose before they <laughs> sit him down on the weight in the weight room <laughs> but um I, he is the sort of like well we we know what it looks like dj Khaled without uh money is just like chris lovell you know yeah like that's <laughs> those plenty of those guys exist um and, and he has to pretend to have money um he and some of it he are, are, are at the very least he's uh he's taking all the money he has out of the bank so he can photograph himself <laughs> i really like that he's like uh like a sex is icky guy as well that's, that's very funny to me he's like what about going oh, yeah. down on your girl he's like I don't. I don't do that. It's like I don't like. Let's go. Guys shouldn't do that. I don't he like. Said that. something like I'm the king in my house, and like the king doesn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, love I, that, um, I like to think he's a sex is icky guy. He's like, ew, gross. Ooh, Chris Lovell just put up the the picture of him like leaning on the card. It's it's, it's like, damn. I guess I just had car sex. That's like an all timer <laughs> from him. <laughs> he. God, he's incredible. Uh, like, and there's been no like, so many people have, you know, collected as much data as they possibly can, like proving beyond any reasonable doubt that he's lying about everything, and he just keeps doing it. Like, he's just unbothered by any of that, by everyone, like by people like going to the fucking car dealership that he goes and stands in front of cars at <laughs> and saying like this, he doesn't own that. It's right here <laughs> for sale. And it's just, he just doesn't stop. And then for some reason, there are women who are just like, now this is a real man. Every time <laughs> he like Venmo's them $20. It's like persistence, <laughs> right? He's not going to let other people tell him to live his yeah. life a certain way. And fair enough in a way. I, I mean, like, if he is actually like telling these women that he's going to like pay their rent, like because they like can't keep up with their medical bills and just like isn't, then that's very fucked up. But like 
if he says, <laughs> that like, is. if he's just if, but if he says like who wants their nails done i'm paying and then just venmos them 30 dollars like and just, just so he there, can cash in on the attention of 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 lonely women online like you know that's very that's very funny like keep do that forever it's it's fine that is fucked up too about the like misleading people like that because there's always a dark side to these like weird funny guys who are so like oh look how crazy this guy is like look at what he's up to and it's like there's always some like you know these people are never like innocent yeah i i do wonder what uh, uh how we lost the real mind of jason uh like he's still on instagram but he's banned from twitter for reasons that are aren't entirely clear um I wondered if it was for all of his anti-vaxxer stances <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that for, for not uh, you uh, 99 out of 100 uh, memes are just uh, uh, telling women uh, that the, <laughs> that their choices have made them ugly. And uh, the, the one percent of them are about how he was never getting vaccinated under any circumstance. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he uh, and all, all of his food pictures were good um all of his videos where he's just smoking weed and talking about how tired he is and then tells <laughs> a story and then tells a story that doesn't make sense uh, it's that that's all going to be missed he's just like it's like nobody understands how my body feels it's just like i was at the bank today <laughs> he's exhausted from cleaning his bathroom <laughs> I have no idea what you guys are talking about right now. <laughs> it's just like the real mind of Jason. He always, he always posts a picture of like some fucked up looking joint that he's like just got done. He's either just about to or has just finished cleaning his bathroom and now he needs to get high. <laughs> he, he, he's the guy who makes all the memes out of himself. I, I I sent you on the other day and and I posted one in Slack the other day when he it's it's a picture again of himself that must be from ten years ago because he doesn't look like this anymore. <laughs> he's he's like black girls with green contacts. Stop! You look like a fucking Xbox. And like, I remember that. I've been okay. just like why? But it, he he probably he easily could have found a picture of a, of a black woman with green contacts, but it just puts a picture. It's just over his own face. Yeah, it's always of him doing like like a biting the lip expression, like looking into the. <laughs> I thought he, uh, before I discovered who he was, though, I thought he was like a celebrity from a show or something. Yeah, like people were making these of some guy just on, <laughs> which would make a lot more sense than anyone doing this of themselves. There, there's that. I mean, <laughs> it's the picture of him. Where he's wearing both a shirt and mask that both have the meme of uh, himself. And it, by the his best ever joke, when he said, if you're if you say blue lives matter, you better be talking about my balls. <laughs> is poor that's, taste. That's poor taste. <laughs> he was like one of many people that got banned recently. I've just stopped. I've stopped. Um trying to like message famous people or like tweet explicitly about wanting to kill my followers anymore it's just like i'm too tired of remaking accounts it's uh yeah it's 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 not worth the hassle uh you can't uh uh there there there's no fun can be had in in that way anymore now yeah you gotta get uh um gotta get creative and in some ways not worth it <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, what do you say uh, we watch uh, some of these some of these uh videos that i've collected okay. for, for for this week i'm gonna post uh i'm gonna do this first i feel uh, like is this gonna be like well like a montage of like lebron eliminating the raptors uh so just just for the people listening uh i asked james what he likes like what he roots for and he said uh mostly the raptors and what did you, you said some hockey too right the nah, Raptors, the Maple Leafs, and you watch the NFL, but you don't root for anybody, right? No, nah, the Raptors, the Blue Jays, and yeah, Blue I watch Jays. the NFL and don't uh, root for any or the NA, NFL, yeah. Um, so I I got a bunch of uh, song parodies 
about the Toronto Raptors. This first one is a few years old. It is pre Kawhi. It is hmm. it it is set to a, a very popular song, and we'll see if you guys can figure out what that popular song is. I included this. Um, well, as you'll see, the quality is very poor, and that's why I included this. So uh, here, <laughs> here you go. <laughs> Dwayne is who we got to fire. <laughs> Although I do I agree with the sentiment of this video for sure. I actually put in lyrics. That's a nice touch. Like vocals. Second round, game one. Playoffs are real fun. Matty D, Jackie C, and Leo on the call. LBJ and Tristan Thompson, Serge Ibaka, Watt and something. TNT and TSN, the boys are good to go. Having this one game one, LBJ having fun, Halo the King and Fry, Larry got booked in the eye, Fallon June is not seen, Dumontero not seen. They just ran out of like game footage or like footage of Casey's, just them playing keyboard for the sing. Norman Powell, LeBron goes off game two. DeRozan sucks. Ian Jumper, Kaya Corbin, Sharon Rock. Corey Joseph to run right. Norman Powell put up a fight. Indecision, poor decision, no time on the clock. Kyrie Irving setting screens. Cleveland's got a winning team. Jefferson and Tyron Lue. We know there's no stopping you. Rim rushing, telling you. Go through foul abuse. The hoops, wicked swatting in your face. Down to roll back to home I, I I really enjoy that there's no like game footage in this at all. Yeah. It's just he, all pictures really, of the coach. He actually got on like a decent run near the end there, and then it goes back into the chorus, which is which he seems to struggle with. <laughs> this is the farthest I've made it into this video. I've seen this video three times now. <laughs> The, the, we've seen a bunch of these style of parodies on the uh, on, on the podcast, and I really just enjoy the the style. It's just like listing the things that happened. Like, <laughs> yeah. no, it's just like I saw like Kyle, Kyle Lowry got poked in the eye. Uh, LeBron went to get went off in game two, and Kyle Lowry got poked. In the, it's just just really well, adding nothing. To be fair, yeah, that like, that that is the song though, where it's Billy Joel just fair. listing things that happened. <laughs> He doesn't elaborate <laughs> on any of them. Yeah, although they didn't, they did not do a great job, like um, adhering to some kind of rhyme scheme or like pairing it, pairing it with the melody. Really, <laughs> the guy was also really struggling for breath when he got in that little, <laughs> when he had to like give an extended list of things. He it's, also sounded like he was singing into one of those micro, like one of those toy microphones that just sort of vibrate. Like, uh, yeah, it was like a backpack karaoke machine. Yeah, that was I. I liked that. Um, I like that he he had to say outfighted to to make the syllables work, and he did. It, and he said it a bunch of times. He's good. This guy's good. I yeah. Uh, I and, said a few uh, things oh, with my microphone and muted as well, which is funny. What couldn't be seen, uh. uh is that only some of the he only took the time to put some of the lyrics on the screen that so that you could follow along. like I, maybe roughly half of the lyrics actually got put on the screen and the uh, and the, the rest you just had to hope to understand them and i generally uh, i did not yeah and he's doing that i don't know with like the video effect he had on there that was like very popular style for for music videos it feels like he's parroting like some other specific music video too with like the uh it looked like the ipod is that the ipod yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it is the, the uh, elevation the... by youtube playing in the background yeah it's very very trendy very hip it's like the uh i guess I, I can't blame these people for trying to indulge the creative side but it's just like the mindset of a person who would make this 
and then just be like, do you know what it should be set to? Like a Billy Joel song from 25 years ago or whatever. Yeah, that's pretty much where me and Mike get to a lot. It's just like, listen, we enjoy your creative outlet aimed at sports, but this isn't it. It's so weird, too, that it's like um, targeted specifically at Dwayne Casey being fired. And there's like, you know, there's only one song that's going to like <laughs> allow me to express my disdain for <laughs> Dwayne Casey. We didn't start the fire. Just like him at a party going like, how do I feel? How do I feel? And he's <laughs> I'll tell you how I feel in song. <laughs> Imagine being Dwayne Case, like, like honestly, just like stumbling across this, and it's like this man spent four <laughs> hours on a song about getting my ass shit canned. Fuck you, dude. It and is, uh, the, uh, I, the song worked. Yeah, that's <laughs> worked. that's it the goes. worst part. He had to say like, yeah, that that this is what did it. This tipped the scale. Dwayne, the, people are the out there the... making songs about you. We can't. <laughs> yeah. You can't. O- ownerships, ownership saw this and immediately called him. <laughs> it's like a, we, we us, the franchise that brings out Drake and like keeps the camera on him for half the goddamn game. We can't be embarrassed <laughs> like this in the public eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just tell, give him the opportunity to resign so he doesn't have to deal with the shame of being fired. I do feel Wait, bad for Dwayne in the sense that he, like, he rightfully was, like, pissed off that he got fired and they immediately got, like, you know, like, Kawhi and <laughs> won a championship. <laughs> like, he wasn't really a good coach, but he also was trying to coach, like, DeMar DeRozan. So it's, like, it's rough. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that that's very funny because they got they got rid of one of their star players for fucking Kawhi Leonard, and they got a new coach. And then just like they probably would have had a fighting shot at a championship with with the old coach and Kawhi, and just Demar Derozan is left going just like, well, I pretty much see, <laughs> pretty much uh, have an exact measurement of my value at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really sad because it's like every, like it's just universally acknowledged that like Kawhi is just way better than DeMar DeRozan. Like he did exactly what he could never do. And then you hear all these stories about how he like struggles with depression and stuff and how it meant so much. And it's just like, Oh my God, this is depressing. Like poor DeMar. Poor DeMar. Who seems like a perfectly nice guy. Yeah. He's like, apparently he's one of like the nicest guys in the league. I don't know. They, they love him in Toronto. Uh, let's watch this next one. This 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 next one I don't have a lot of good to say about. This one isn't. It's not immediately obvious to me what it is. Um, it's, I I don't know enough about like hip hop or whatever to uh, to tell you what this for, is. The six, the, the six, six for, for three. three. This is a, a man, man Raptors uh, parody. Yeah. All right. Putting it on right now. Maybe I'll recognize it. I didn't for sure. I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Basketball clearly a child. Yes. We are not listening to this whole song. It's four and a half minutes long. No, definitely not. How do you even like find these things? A little bit of this, a little bit of that. <laughs> I just I just look up Raptors parody on YouTube. Like, that was it. Yeah. Sorted it by view count. Oh, here we go. It's amazing how like even the auto tune can only do so much. <laughs> still flat. Somehow still flat. I, uh, having watched again, watched a bunch of these, I really like when they're not like confident in their surroundings enough to really like commit to being loud. (laughs) 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 Mike get yelled at by my mom. Yeah, my. (laughs) I want to hear this chorus one more time and then we're done with it. The chorus is so good. Danny Green with the three. I honest to God have had this this chorus in my head all day. 
<laughs> That's why I was listening to the Smiths when you got into the Zoom mic. I was like, I have to anything else. <laughs> Flush it out. So he keeps, it's like the picture of Kawhi's job, but he keeps saying Norman Powell for three. I guess just like the syllables work better or something. Yeah. Uh, I guess this would be as good of a time as any to, to fess up to you, James, that the, this moment right here depicted on the, the watch together was uh, as crushed as I've ever been by a, a moment in sports. I'm a very big Sixers fan. Oh, uh, really? This was it. it I, I almost I feel like I almost had an out of body experience when I watched this 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 moment. It, it just it stayed on the rim for so long. It wasn't fair. It wasn't <laughs> no, it fair. Was fair. It was it not was... fair. We should have had an overtime. Uh, I don't know. I, there was a. It, uh, it's the so, it's those soft Toronto rims. It wouldn't have happened anywhere else in the league. <laughs> I I was. I was they crushed. warm them up. It, that same season, I'm also a 49ers fan, and 49ers and Sixers. I understand there's not like a natural marriage, but whatever. Um, the numbers you like the the numbers. I just teams. love Ers team. E R S. Like, give me that. Big date guy. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, I just like the they got beat in the fourth quarter by the Chiefs the same year. Like it was it was like seven or eight months later, but like. I wasn't nearly as upset as I was about that Kawhi shot going in. It hurt me so bad. Yeah, that was, well, I was like, as soon as it hit the rim, and I was like, oh, it's going to miss. Just because it's like, you know, it's the Raptors, and they always just, something always goes wrong for them constantly. They finally did it. It was dramatic, though. It was like, I feel like it was less satisfying to have it happen for your team than it is like, it's worse to have it happen against you than it is to have it ha- happen for you. Cause I watched LeBron hit like, you know, just like his yearly, just like soul crushing game winner against the Raptors. And that really sucked. Uh, yeah, this was way, way worse. <laughs> <laughs> Objectively. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, and it, it's never helped by just like the, the, like, the amount of post-game analysis that follows something like that, where it's just like, it's the the last time there was a game seven buzzer beater and it's like 35 years ago or something. And Yeah. I think there's what, there's only been like four or five series ending buzzer beaters or whatever in NBA history. Still kind of insane to me though, that obviously you can't leave someone wide open, but just that you would let them, like, who do you think is going to take the shot kind of thing? I mean, Embiid was all over him. He had to close, but he was like, it was a tough shot. It's like it was a, an insane running shot. to the corner, turn around three, like hard to defend it any better than that. They should have never let him catch the ball. But yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like, I don't know. Great shot. The score by on this. I don't remember Were they. They weren't tied. They were uh, the Sixers were like up one, weren't they? Yeah, the Sixers would have won, I think. They're down one. Raptors were down one. Okay, yeah, that was it. I, you'd be amazed how much you can forget when you really try. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just now remembering the the audio from it and like, like the 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 delayed reaction while everyone watches it bounce on the rim. Yeah, it, the whole place complete. comes to like complete silence, and then it. It drops through, and the announcer screams, and the entire crowd loses it, and Kawhi's screaming, and Embiid's crying, and I remember it was like it was possibly not as hype as it could have been, though, because it was it was like the not the main ESPN announcers, it was like the second round, and they didn't give them the the good announcers. Yeah, you wish you could get Mike Breen to call that sort of thing for you. Yeah, you want a bang, but yeah, I I would have wanted a bang there. <laughs> yeah, the the Knicks haven't had a uh, uh, a notable uh, heartbreak in uh, twenty years, so that's <laughs> I, 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 I've got that going for me. It's just a lot. Well, had, what first round loss I think in the, in twenty fifteen. Well, yeah, but you my, know that was a good season up to that point. That was all right, and then uh, the rest of them, whatever. They're also they're my- in a playoff spot right now, aren't they? Or they're like right in the thick of it. Uh, last I checked, like two days ago, there was a six seed, but um, uh, the entire Eastern Conference, except for like the top three teams, are within like two games of each other, which is pretty cool. I enjoy it. 
Yeah, it's it's all right. Like people are like, you know, we need more. We need some kind of parity between the East and the West. But it's like as long as the best players are in the West, the teams are going to be way better. That's just how the sport works. The West has been better for some time. Yeah, it's been like 20 years. Yeah, it's been like markedly better. (laughs) Yeah, since like Kobe and Shaq, like at least. Yeah, then then, go ahead. I was was gonna say, yeah, the the Knicks being a a six seed, it just like the yeah, it 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 doesn't fill you with like being the six seed in the East doesn't make you feel like you have a particularly good basketball team. Like like the uh, uh, you know, Randall and 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 RJ are are good, but it's just like uh, it doesn't feel like quite enough, does it? Like what 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 would happen? <laughs> what would happen in a hypothetical seven game series between uh, between them and any of the like the top four seeds in the West? Like nothing good. No, it'd be a massacre. They're also one of those teams where it's just like they're winning a lot of regular season games. They play so hard and they play good defense and stuff. And when teams like once teams actually get a chance to uh, like sit down and look at them, it's going to be pretty ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they got a bunch of young shooters with like no shooting percentage. So just like, yeah, just force RJ Barrett, like squeeze RJ Barrett into like a bad three every every possession and like double team Julius Randle. And that seems to I don't think they'd have a lot of answers to that sort of thing. Because RJ Barrett is like a fine player and I think he'll be better as he gets older. But like he couldn't he couldn't play carry you for more than like maybe one game in the playoffs. He's like getting especially if he's got to be the guy to beat you. Like it's just not gonna happen. He's getting his name on a lot of those lists of uh, ridiculous combinations of stats where yeah. you like like set like seven different. They basically just uh, combine different stat co- categories until he gets on a list with like LeBron and Steph. Like, Thaddeus, Thaddeus Young special. Yes, precisely. <laughs> they, he does uh, get he gets a ton of rebounds for a, for a guard. I noticed that. Yeah. But uh, I think uh, I was I was immediately disappointed when Ed, I, I mean, he he was going to be the sort of consensus number one draft pick like at the start of that college season. And then uh, Zion happened and, and John Morant uh, exploded, too. And then it sort of felt like he was the third player in a two guy uh, two man draft. Um, so but just uh, like classic Nick stuff, getting the third pick and then. <laughs> In, in an absolutely awful season that led to it. Well, <laughs> sure, you say that, but the purely Sixers thing to happen is is uh, picking first in a two-player draft and missing on both of the two players. Taking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the wrong guy. <laughs> well, the, the Sixers have, what, they've had like five number one draft picks in the last like 10 years. It's, they it's used, been up they, and down they, for them. Like top three, they had, they, they drafted Ben Simmons one. I think the one that they would honest to God really want to take back because Fultz, I don't, nobody saw that. Yeah, coming. that's not their fault. But like, he was like, he was the consensus guy. Right. They should have never drafted Julia Loca for. Like that was a yeah. waste. And everybody knew that was a waste. Which is insane to me when it's like, if you're like reasonably plugged into the NBA, you can go on like Twitter and you can see every single person there going, yeah, this is terrible. He's obviously going to be a bust. It's like, how, how do these front offices of billion dollar franchises not have this information? I mean, I, I love going down Sixers rabbit holes because they, the league rat fucked Sam Hinky and basically just surrounded him with the Colangelo family and oh, yeah. forced basically forced him out because he was he was tanking for so long. Um, and then the Colangelos were like terrible at this. They were awful. And uh, with Jerry, was it? I always mix up. I think Brian Colangelo was the GM because Jerry was his dad, right? Jerry's the old one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, and Brian had the burners. He had my favorite Sixers story of the last like twenty five years is 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 he had all the burner Twitter accounts and he blamed his wife. Yeah, yeah, and um, he was defending his, uh, his comically large collars that he wears with his like suit jackets. <laughs> it's a normal collar. It was like one of the big tweets out of that. that it's a normal oh. shirt. It's a normal collar. Uh, I completely next story about that. or like move on losers something like that. It was really good. Um, I've been really uh, wanting a custom Sixers jersey. It's not that easy to get like a custom jersey where it's like a, a different name than like somebody on the team and like a number. Like I think when they say custom Sixers jersey, 
they they go in there with the idea that like, hey, this motherfucker wants a Corkmaz jersey, and that's fine. <laughs> well, uh, no, I want a made up number. I want number five, and I want burners on the back. That's what I want. That's the sexual jersey I want. That is that shit is evergreen. Yeah, that would that'd be wonderful. The best custom jersey I've ever seen is the guy who has the uh, like the Lakers jersey that just says Xanax on the back. That's pretty <laughs> hype. That is good. Uh, in the Discord the other day, uh, yeah, uh, Neil posted a hockey jersey. Uh, Neil's been banned from r slash hockey jerseys at least twice <laughs> um, because he gets in arguments about the police on there all the time. Every time someone posts like um, some sort of like law enforcement appreciation jersey, <laughs> um, but um, uh, the, the somebody got a, a, a custom Tim Stutzel jersey. <laughs> and and believed that that he needed to put his first name and the name as well. So it just the jersey has a, the full name across the back, which rules. <laughs> it cost the guy three hundred dollars. <laughs> but I, but as as discussed, uh, uh like uh, uh Mike Whale was saying, like yeah, just keep it. Like it's better this way. <laughs> it is way better Cause, that way. Cause everyone who sees you, like, is just gonna say, "What happened?" <laughs> It's a con- it's a conversation piece. Yeah, he's like a Steve Holt, where you have to say his whole name at once. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it's uh, people are uh, getting to be allowed back into to stadiums now, so you, you can <laughs> you can wear uh, your name or your your jersey with the player's full name on it. <laughs> and yeah, that's sick. Oh my god, I wish like I like when a, like a person leaves a team on bad terms and it's like uh people used to take the vince carter jerseys and put the tape over them so it's say like whiner or loser or something those are always good i the the um the the ones like that i i do enjoy a lot of them are needlessly dramatic um but the the one i i've seen like somebody's had like a, a tim couch uh, Browns jersey, and then just like added a nameplate for every quarterback they'd had since. Yeah, yeah, I think like I that's see that that's that's pretty good. But I like no, the, a lot the guy wearing just like the half burnt like LeBron jersey from when he came back. <laughs> <laughs> I never there, saw that one. That's really good. God, there there's a lot of people like. The the jersey burning thing, uh, Brennan. You remember that. Uh, that psychotic Mets fan who uh, uh, burned that uh, Edwin Diaz or, or he was burning his Mets jersey because Edwin Diaz blew a save, and um, and it was very clear that the jersey he was burning is one that got that he got for free because he was one of the first ten thousand people through the gate. <laughs> there, was like, there, him, there was like there was like there's a it said like one eight hundred flowers dot com on the sleeve or something. <laughs> and, <laughs> Did we talk about that on this show? That might have been the I old show. I remember that. But um, but I did. Yeah, I, I looked into it. I found I found this jersey that he was burning from the from a giveaway. Um, <laughs> uh, but but then there was also and like House of Highlights would post these like every time every time a player left somewhere like some guy would be like um it it would be like taking it outside and like throwing it in a fire pit and then like opening a letter and just says like thank you. Just like this sucks worse, actually, dude. Like you should have just burn burned it. Burn it. Yeah. That was that's like a some kind of ad they've got going with American Express that I always see on. It's like the jersey insurance in case your your favorite player switches teams or whatever and you've bought a jersey, you can exchange it or get money back or something. I love these that's... like ex- extremely specific like selling points that you're like, yeah, I'm gonna choose the credit card based on that He's trying to strip away all your inhibitions to finally close the sale i also like i i get why people wouldn't want to well th- th- that's the thing it, n- never get a superstarish jersey always get a weird guy because yeah. then it's because then you because then it's 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 just sort of fun like uh if you pick like the if you're gonna buy a jersey get like the ninth best player I, I was trying really hard when he, uh, the Sixers finally got Furkan Korkmaz to come over. I tried so hard to get a Korkmaz jersey, and I could not find one for, like, less than $150. I was like, all right, fine. Now I just get all my jerseys from China. I have a – I mean, you said don't get the superstars, but I have an Embiid in the Sixers jersey. <laughs> well, you probably got it for, like – You got it for, like, $28, so it's, it's like, 40 it's bucks, fine. yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> and they're like like, great, um, uh, like perfectly fine. Yeah, that yeah, uh, they're great. I've I've uh, I also just have like jerseys of Arsenal players that on teams that they've joined later. <laughs> like I have, I have, <laughs> I have this. I have the Sandy Cazorla Villarreal shirt. I'm just like, he's 35. He was 35 years old at that point. I'm just like, it's fine. <laughs> just like, still enjoy his work. Uh, but it, it's uh, like, yeah, I think, like, if I, I, I wouldn't want to have like a Mets, like Matt Harvey jersey now. Like, that, that doesn't feel good. But if you had like, um, uh, if you, but if you had like Lucas Duda, who everyone has like fond memories of. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that was great. Curtis Granderson always took videos of him eating. He just like that was, I loved him. Like, <laughs> that's yeah, you, that's, you want that's like good. a well, a well loved role player of some kind. Yeah, everyone would respect my Lucas Duda jersey if I had one. I think if I did like a sixer that I would get now, I think I'd like to get. I'd still totally take a Furkan Korkmaz jersey, but I'd uh, I'd like to get a Dario Saric uh, Sixers jersey from three or four years ago. He's a son now. He's a role player on the Suns. He doesn't get a ton of minutes, but he's doing fine for himself. But he was like the fourth best player in the Sixers, and I thought he was way better than he actually is. In- yeah. <laughs> well, he was, you know, when that that's when all on all those trades started, and he got sacrificed for the greater good, and that that never came. Well, it's here now. Well, I remember remember him. Well, he's still around. But I remember his time on the Sixers for having one of the like craziest flattest jump shots i've ever yeah. seen yeah it's yeah it's 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 like an overhead throw in pass in soccer it's just going right for you it's really funny and it's when it's not working it looks horrible but when it's working <laughs> yeah. you're just like this guy does he ever miss yeah i i also was in the same boat where i did like i didn't watch him that often but i also thought he was like way better because i was like you'd watch him and it's kind of like oh you know he's like He's big, but he's got perimeter skills, and he kind of like dribble a little bit. He shoots, and it's like, yeah, this guy's great. He's like, you know, mini Dirk or something. He can't make his own shot. He can kind of rebound. He's just a yeah. gr- he's just a gritty kind of player, sort of. He was like not great for blocks, but he was big, so he like backdoored his way into some. He was like six eight, six nine. He's big. He, he's he's six ten. He I'm looking big. at him now because I remember he like he looks bigger than he is because he looks like a guy who likes like. Uh, he looks like when um, Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, drinks the uh, uh, the stuff in the in the Homer at the Bat. Um, he, just oh, yeah. a, he just has a weird head. But, <laughs> but he also, he, yeah, he just has gigantism. But um, even even though he's not one of the tallest players in the league by by by, by like eight inches, um, but he also has a naturally occurring like that that Gigi Allen mustache where he's like where like the middle of it is shaved out. And it just sort of grows on the ends, like towards the corners of his mouth. It's very, uh, very weird to look at. Yeah, he's a crazy looking player. Croatian. He's a cool. Yeah, there's also that other dude who is like, oh, what was his name? Like Habitza or something. Who's like a very similar like European player. Bielitsa. Bielitsa, yeah, that's him. I constantly got those two he's mixed a... up. Bielitsa, I think he plays for, for the uh, the. Kings right now? Yeah, he's on the Kings. I think that's where he is right now. Uh yeah, Does- he's got he's got uh to to 76ers rumors apparently. Uh I don't remember what he looks like. I, look <laughs> I just were I I just associate all these like six tennis like Euro shooting guys together. Uh what was the oh god, I'm trying and- to the yeah, they're all just like like knockoff Hato Turgaloos. Yeah, yeah. Who is also? I actually loved him before he came to the Raptors. One of like my least favorite Raptors ever. Is it Turgulu who's in the Turkish government now, or maybe not Turkey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like um, very close with the government, and he's like he's Cantor's like nemesis or whatever. Yeah, he's currently president of the Turkish Basketball Federation, which I'm sure, um, uh, you know, probably, probably that's. Uh, a, a job you would not get being critical of the government, I suspect. <laughs> uh, let's watch let's this see. last song. He's a right. senior advisor to Erdogan. This, uh, this, I want to watch this last parody song because it wouldn't be a Dismal Tide parody episode without an Old Town Road parody. Uh, we definitely have it, it's sung by children. 
no less. Here we go. Western. Oh, give me new subs. <laughs> oh, yeah, boy, yeah, I'm going to take my car to the Raptors game. I'm going <laughs> to scream for the Raptors. I'm going to take my car to the Raptors game. This kid doesn't have a car. Scream for no. the Raptors. I got the fans in the oh, back. Shit. The fans in the back. I see Kyle Leonard shooting the ball. <laughs> the ball went in. The fans are screaming. <laughs> the Raptors made it to the final. It sounds like he's sand though. Well, you shouldn't have your kids on a full of prescription drugs. This one's really pleasant and dreamy. <laughs> like a like a like vaporwave type thing going on. He described what a basket. What happens in a basket? Like twice. <laughs> The Raptors are leading one nothing. They are leading one nothing. Raptors are leading one nothing. They are leading one. Yeah, I'm gonna take my car to the Raptors game. I'm gonna scream for the Raptors. I'm gonna take my car to the Raptors game. I'm gonna scream for the Raptors. Uh, man, Old Town Road has, has done such damage to our youth. <laughs> they they have they've had a lot of fun with it. I mean, good for. Good I like how like ne- neither of the two like kids were like half as enthusiastic as the group of adults doing the "We Didn't Start the Fire" one. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of really <laughs> enthusiastic parodies because I only I only got around to you know showing us a, showing a few on the show there's 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 a there's a half dozen uh very enthusiastic ones the people love it you know you got to support your team i always I, wondered like if you were going to a sporting event like at first i was like who would possibly make a sign and then i was feeling like you know what i probably would if i thought it was funny i would make a funny sign your sign would probably actually be funny, though. It wouldn't have a hashtag on it, I imagine. I would just. No, that's true. I'd workshop it a bit. Right. Yeah, I gotta run. Gotta run some ideas past the boys. <laughs> I'd do the respect sign. Yeah. Every game, respect. I'd be that guy. You know, uh, just season ticket holder for the Sixers who brings the respect sign to every game. Good for him. When I would. <laughs> When I was uh, when I would go to uh, Trenton Titans uh, ECHL games, um, we got our tickets because like uh, some woman who worked for Sovereign Bank, who sponsored the arena, got free tickets and she would just drop them off at my dad's job at the tire store. And um, uh, so we would just go sit on the glass and like we would sit next to these season ticket holders who brought a whiteboard with them so that they could just change their signs as needed oh. like throughout the game. But it's good shit. It's, yeah. <laughs> but always needing to update your message to, uh, for for minor league hockey is is very funny. <laughs> yeah. Guy's got an etch a sketch up there. He's... Yeah. <laughs> that, I like um, it. Um, do people constantly do people constantly get into fights over minor league hockey there they do in in canada that's like a national pastime no no we uh or at least i was never there for any sort of fan fight um we did manage to really get under this one guy uh one player skin like he was fucking screaming at us um (laughs) uh i i we we did the uh we we did the soccer thing where he the, uh, he did something dirty i can't remember what it was um uh and and just every time he touched the puck we uh we managed to get like our entire section to boo him um so like it wasn't people just like yelling specific insults at like but it was just every time he touched the puck like you could get we were getting about 30 people which in a minor league hockey uh, arena is enough to be heard 
Um, and <laughs> yeah. Um, and but I, I just remember like him like actually. Oh, Mike, hold on there. That was great. <laughs> Mike, we're going to need you to try that again. You got to try that again. Your internet cut out. No, well, you're, maybe yours did. I'd mind. I'd, I dare you. You whatsoever. could never tell. I wasn't even it's talking. A, he, well. No, I heard it got fucked up, well. too. I couldn't hear the conclusion of what, what the guy did after he's screaming at you guys. No, I I I couldn't make out what he was saying, but he was he was he was yelling at us, and which is fantastic. The only trouble is, like looking back on it, because minor league hockey is, he was probably making like three hundred dollars. Like, yeah. So he probably he didn't really need at at that level. You don't really need that shit from people. Yeah, but you know, it's just sports. Yeah, it's just like look, you know, this is part. you, You this is all part of it. Even at a minor league level, as you as you get yelled at, see I'd, if he if he was uh, a real competitor, Dustin, but... that would have motivated him to greater heights. That's true. He would have his name on the cup by now, <laughs> but we broke him, and that's just how it goes. Bunch of actually, for all I know, he did. I don't. I, I don't. I don't remember his name. Uh, I um I remember harassing Dustin Pedroia when he was playing for the Portland Sea Dogs. At a Trenton nice. Thunder game, and, and then finding out who he was like a year later when he won uh, AL Rookie of the Year. So <laughs> you got him good. Though. He, he, so he, he, yeah, he's a winner. The other guy is a loser, and that's just how it goes. That's why history's forgotten his name. And you know, if you look at him next to Dustin Perdoya, he's just a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck exactly. anyone, anyone would tell you. Anyone would tell you the same. Yeah, man. <laughs> you gonna go out there? You gonna do something with your life, or you gonna let these minor league hockey fans just crush your soul? Oh, yeah, you're gonna let these you're gonna let these 17 year olds who got their tickets for free from the tire store. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna let them beat you down like this. I love the the barrier of entry to to getting like like floor level seats at like a minor league hockey or baseball game in America at least is just like knowing one person who works at A one limousine and just like yeah behind yeah. home plate <laughs> 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 tickets you could just afford like on your own which is not a knock it's just like it's very funny it is funny yeah I saw I saw somewhere the other day it's uh, chips and the brand was the official chips of minor league baseball. <laughs> Okay. Would that cost you? Uh slightly less than the official chips of Major League Baseball. <laughs> I've uh I, I've bought I god, I think it's called like home plate peanut butter. Um which is which which, which what the is fuck, dude. It's 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 touted as it's touted as the only peanut butter developed by former professional baseball players. <laughs> How is that and, a selling point? Uh, <laughs> apparently, the demand for uh, for peanut butter is, uh, among baseball players is uh, very very high. Um, but I I bought it because I uh, I will buy basically any uh, novelty peanut butter I ever see. Um, and it's also, uh, it, it, it's, it only has four ingredients and it uses uh, real sugar and it was $5. So I said, I can, I can go for this and you know what? They're actually quite good, <laughs> but it's, it is yeah. really funny, but that's the, their entire brand is built around baseball. The, <laughs> the, the baseball that, players like, sounds like they did a good job. Yeah. What baseball player I think was it? it it's it's a natural peanut butter. It's a no stir natural peanut butter. It's I think they were just former minor leaguers, but well, no uh, wonder. Yeah, no wonder uh, they didn't make the majors. They were busy in the laboratory. Yeah, uh, whipping up all natural peanut butter. Um, what is baseball's connection? To, I'm on their FAQ page. What is baseball's connection to peanut butter? Our founders, like many other players, ate a ton of peanut butter while playing on minor league teams. They made minimum wage, sometimes even less, and were full time athletes. They turned to peanut butter as an inexpensive and nutritious way to stay fueled. Peanut butter became their go-to source of healthy calories packed with protein, but they were sick of choosing between healthy and delicious. They wanted both. Thus, Home Plate was born. Hell yeah. Good on them. I hope they made it to Shark Tank. 
actually is pretty good peanut butter. I gotta tell you, they did well. Yeah, that's a good story. That's kind of inspiring. I was expecting something a lot dumber. What are the four <laughs> ingredients in peanut butter? I want to <laughs> give it a run. It's, it's, got, it's obviously peanuts. Just some sort of oil in there, like uh, you got know, canola oil or something. Yeah. Salt? <laughs> water? Are those the four? Well, uh, they actually have the, it, it, funny you should ask. And again, this feels like I'm doing sponsored content now. We but, can get them. So the, they're, <laughs> why do your labels say peanut butter spread rather than peanut butter? By FDA standards, peanut butter must contain at least 90% peanuts and can include optional ingredients like salt, sugar, and hydrogenated oils. But no alternatives. Our peanut butter uses at least 90% peanuts, salt, and sugar. However, they use a healthier oil, not hydrogenated, and thus legally cannot call it peanut butter. Uh, fucked by the man. That's I bought the uh, uh, I I've been fine. I've been I read a lot of labels to, as it turns out. I I got uh, ice cream from Van Leeuwen, and they have to call it French ice cream because they use too many egg yolks. Turns out. This so you <laughs> you're out here eating peanut peanut spread. Is that what they call it? Peanut yeah, butter spread. Peanut butter spread. Mm. Yeah. Fucked. That's fucked. That is fucked. It's like it's only peanut butter if it comes from a certain region in France or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's that's a it. that's it. It's a protected designation of origin. It's like it's like champagne. Yeah, it's like champagne. I like the way they sell it. Like like peanut butter is actually just like way way shittier, but like they won't let us in the club. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if you look at all the ingredients, ours is way, way better, but they just have the the stranglehold on the naming rights. That's right. And it's for this reason that uh, we gotta we have to get rid of all these regulations. Exactly. Yeah. Joe Biden, Joe Biden has Democrats. made it so and the, the Democrats have made it so that we have to call it peanut butter spread. They don't want you to have peanut butter, <laughs> folks. None of them do. The, given no. their druthers, it would all be spread. <laughs> I'm thinking like once these regulations on the peanut butter market break down, it's going to be wide open for basically all kinds of former athletes. Who knows what they're going to come up with, like peanut spread, peanut butter wise, former like swimmers or whatever, former equestrians. The the black market peanut butter game in amateur sports is uh, an untapped resource. Uh, nobody will tell you about it, but these guys are out there and they're doing the Lord's work. They're, they're, they're in, they're grinding on the field for hours <laughs> and they go back home and laboratory and they grind some more. They grind peanuts to dust and they love it. Yeah. They're hard at work. It's like <laughs> the black, black market peanut butter. It's like LeBron flies down to clinic in Miami every like seven months to get the, the good stuff, the good peanut butter. He's got to crack it, crack the pallet thing open with a crowbar, <laughs> blow the layer of dust off the top of it. It's like, this is the good shit. LeBron. Yeah, James it's like here. the like Ark of the Covenant peanut butter in the museum boxes or whatever. Uh, no, 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 no. That's the hydrogenated oil. As you see here, this stuff doesn't say hydrogenated oil in it at all. Do. Do any athletes that you're aware of have any like food brands, like notably? I think doesn't not Red Baca have something. Like restaurants, uh, don't, the restaurants don't count. Plenty of them have restaurants. Uh, Sergio Baca does it, a cooking show. I know that, and I feel like his name might be on a sauce or something. Yeah, I think it would be Raptors. Occasionally have like um sponsorship deals with like some pasta sauce company but i don't know like a signature food that's called like so-and-so's like blah blah i don't not that i know of uh no i yeah plenty of restaurants like uh we i i work not that far from uh from clyde fraser's wine and dine and it'd be funny to go like it's probably too expensive to go there for a joke probably classy as hell though it, it yeah. makes me laugh every time i i see it like i don't see it anymore obviously but it's, it's like right like where isn't it it's like close it's enough like to a the bridge entrance. that you'll like see it it's it's on the the uh like right near the entrance to the lincoln tunnel yeah okay 
that's uh, it. Yeah. Let's let me look at their menu. What are they? Let's just go for 4.3 stars off 1,321 Google reviews. That's what I think. That's where we got to go after the 100th episode, Mike. For the 100th episode, we're going to record. We're going to record the 100th episode. (laughs) God, I couldn't do that. I couldn't look those people in the face and be like, hold on one second with the menu. (laughs) Got shit to do. The menu menu is cheetah print, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. What's it, what are the prices? What are we looking at? Can we, can we go there after the hundredth episode in like July or let's whatever? Get the, let's get in the mains. You know what? No, this is uh, it's all your mains are like uh, to twenty five to thirty dollars. So you get a sixteen ounce strip steak for thirty nine. Is where it tops out. This is all this is all perfectly reasonable for. Uh, uh, I mean, New York again, City, yeah, for New York yeah, City. Clyde's a Clyde's a man of the people. He's not going to make some unreachable restaurant that his fans can't eat at we're gonna go to clyde's we're gonna drink like six mojitos uh <laughs> 11 mojitos um and and we're gonna have a nice nice seafood dinner and then and we're gonna go we're gonna we're gonna go home we're gonna toast to the dismal tide and then we're gonna go home you can get a main <laughs> lobster thin crust pizza um uh, as a starter is the is the dismal tide like a Warcraft thing? Am I misassociating something in my mind? Uh, oh, no, the dismal tide is a bit from uh, No Country for Old Men. Oh, like, like the uh, the sheriff is talking about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, it's <laughs> it's like I'm thinking of some kind of Warcraft. Thing. <laughs> it's a it's a bit from No Country for Old Men. Yeah, that movie was full <laughs> it, of like gags and goofs <laughs> and bits. Yeah. I don't know uh, what to call it. <laughs> notably funny movie. Uh no country for old men. But the the menu of, of wine and dine is is pretty unremarkable. I have to say it's a, it's it's basically like chilies, but um but no we we sh- we should go. It'd be funny to go. Are all the things out of it. like are all the like dishes called like you know like Clyde style wordplay. No, luckily, like however, all the cocktails are. You got your stopping and popping, posting and toasting, <laughs> loosey goosey, fire and desire, swishing and dishing, winning and grinning, stumbling and bumbling, and wheeling and dealing. And then of yeah, course all your cocktails. Those that's to. what we got to do. We got to sample one of each of those. Yeah. <laughs> I think we also open it up to to anybody who wants to go. We'll just we'll just talk about it on the show relentlessly. Seven p.m. Saturday, July twenty third. Whoever whoever shows up as part of or no, like we need we need twenty four hours notice. We have to make a reservation at at Clyde Fraser's Wine and Dine. No, I just want to show up. I want to show up. Yeah, we got a party of eleven, please. Can you imagine any circumstance under which we managed Uh, to drag nine other people out to this thing? It's twelve. Somebody showed up late. So, sorry about that. We need another chair. <laughs> yeah, let's go. We're all singing Old Town Road basketball parodies. We'll go. Yeah, uh, everyone try try to decipher and remember the words to your favorite one. Uh, I think this is as good a place as any to uh, to, to end this show. We've been going for about an hour now. I think I never remember to start a timer anymore. I'm a fool. Fine, just live in, gotta live in the moment. Live your life a quarter mile at a time. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, all right. Wait, is that who says that? Not the guy who died. Vin Diesel's still alive. He's fine. Good. Thank God. Yeah, thank God Vin Diesel's still alive. <laughs> thank God for Vin Diesel above all else. <laughs> uh, James, do you have anything you'd like to promote? Nope. Except- <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on. See you later. Uh, Bye. And uh, see everyone next week. Wait, do you have more to say? Sorry, I just signed myself (laughs) off. That was so funny. I didn't know what to do. (laughs) No, we really don't have anything else to say. It's actually good that you 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 pushed the envelope like that because you're just like, yeah, we're done. Bye. We don't we don't have we don't have any sort of fixed intro or outro, and every week it's a it's sort of struggling for one. And Brendan will throw it to me and just goes, "Do you want to close the show out?" And then I'll just say like, "Ah, I I guess I don't really care. (laughs) Just just assuming that most people never make it to the last five minutes of any podcast. Um, <laughs> so 
so so that's a good as good as any way to end it. Yeah.